The following is rated R. It contains violence, adult language, nudity, and adult content. Good evening, everybody, and welcome. It's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. Thank you for joining us for the Fear the Walking Dead online viewing party right here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm host Casey Shapiro, and special thanks to our host and sponsor, NDB Media. And also special thanks to one of our regulars who is here faithfully with us every week. And even in snow and rain and episodes of fear that Ian and Andrew have messed up. Uh, Joan, thank you for joining us in the chat room. We appreciate you. Okay, tonight's show, as most of our shows, contains spoilers up through the last episode and possible content from any current AMC official promo materials. Typically, we start our show about a half hour before the new episode airs live each week, and we will recap the previous episodes and have discussions about what is to come tonight. At 9 p.m., we go dark or mute. We'll watch the new episode together, and then at the commercial breaks, we rate that episode from 1 to 10, 1 being, oh my God, get this hot garbage off of my doorstep, and 10 being, I want to sleep next to this episode forever and ever, <laughs> as well as give our listeners commentary, news articles, and trivia on the show, as well as the cast and crew, including bios, birthdays, and more. Our show is spoiler and comic free, so please don't discuss either any spoilers or stuff from the comics in the chat room or on the air. We prefer our discussions, reactions, and comments to just be about the show that is presented to us this evening. Welcome to Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7. Fear ran the usual front eight episodes, then was on break until April 17th. We are now at the point where there are two more episodes left in Season 7 after tonight, which is wrapping on June 5th. There was already a Season 8 planned at this time, which is said to be going to be released in fall of 2022, although we don't really quite understand if it will be before, concurrent with, or after The Walking Dead Classic, which also has its final eight episodes in the fall. Um, I'm not going to go over the spinoffs right now because I've done them just about every week. You guys know basically what's going on. There's seven things we talk about. A third of them are things that are already wrapped, and most of the rest of them are things that are coming. And if anybody wants specific info on a particular spinoff, please let me know, and I can get you that data. Call in to speak with the hosts at 914-338-0314. You're welcome to call anytime tonight. But we especially encourage you to call between 8.30 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You're still welcome to call in during the live show, but you will be screened and muted until the next commercial break where we can chat on the air. If the phones are not your thing, join us in our live chat room where you'll be able to listen to the show real time as well as download the episode after the fact. We post the link for that on our Facebook page. And we was doing it on my Twitter, but that's uh, still in suspension at the moment. We don't know why. Anybody from Twitter, I doubt you ever listen to my show, but if you do, I have a suspended account for no reason. 
honestly, completely seriously, I do not do things that get you kicked off Twitter. And there's certainly, even if I did, way, way less than people who have been allowed to stay. I'm just saying. So I want my Twitter back. If you're unable to join us in real time this evening for the show, you can still go to each episode link after the fact, after the show's done, about five minutes after it wraps. It usually produces... Okay, guys, it is 8.47 p.m. Profuse apologies. We are in the middle of a thunderstorm warning area and just had a complete power outage. And so I have been in the middle of trying to restore that, and here I am back. So thank you for your patience. Apologies for my silence. And let me go ahead and get the show set back up again so I can... Continue to read the notes that I prepared for you. I barely got started before I got cut off, so at least I didn't say too much. Let me put my notes away for a quick second, see if Joan remained in the chat room. I wouldn't blame her if she didn't. Hi, Joan. Let me know if you can hear me. How about now? Power outage. I want to see if Joan can hear me before I continue, see if I am actually back. She may have remained in the chat room and has stepped away for a moment, you know, to powder her nose or some such. Uh, Let me see if I can get that set back up for you. I'm really sorry about this, guys. I will be set back up in just a hot second. Okay. All right. I don't know if Joan can hear me, so I'm kind of hesitant to continue. Um. I know that we had just gotten done talking about not talking about, I was discussing not talking about all of the side shows and whatnot that is going on because we've already talked about it a hundred times. Joan can hear me. So let me go ahead full speed and try to catch up with all I missed because of the power outage. Apologies for the thunderstorms and the foolishness. And hopefully I will not have any more of that tonight to deal with. Let me see if we can get this going. All righty, Joan stayed because, of course, she did. You know, and I really appreciate that, especially because it's a fear week, and I know that that's not our favorite of the series. So, all right, um, call in to speak with the host if she can stay on the frickin' air at 914-338-0314 at any time tonight, but especially right now if you can because the show hasn't started yet. I'm not going to go through the whole big spiel again. Tonight's fear episode is entitled Divine Providence. It is episode 14 of 16. Guess what? Next week will be June. It's going to be the penultimate episode. Ah! (laughs) That's always our favorite little amusing joke here. And I'm sorry for the dialing. I do not mean to be doing that. All right. No, the board is going crazy. I apologize. I'm really trying to just get this all set up, and it's barfing everywhere. And now the chat has covered itself, and I don't understand what is going on here. 
No, you need to go away. Go away, little window. I don't want you. I have a window. I have a little window. It lets me do my show. I have a little window, but I do not know where it go. Okay. Uh, I think I'm back. I can't see anything Joan is saying, and I hate this right now. I don't understand what it's doing. There we go. All right. I am trying to get my sound files set back up. They're under my given name in a giant list of files. There's a few hundred there. Let me see if I can get mine. I have some sound files. There we go. Okay. I am so, so sorry for the hot mess. I appreciate everybody who's sticking it out and sticking around. All right. Let me go back to my notes. And Okay. So Divine Providence and the AMC synopsis is, as the battle for the tower heats up, Alicia brings the fight to Strand's front door. We know that's been coming for a couple of episodes now. I think they're being light-handed because we damn well know Madison is coming back. She is probably, from the promotional material I am seeing and hearing about, going to make a somewhat brief appearance in the penultimate episode and then be full steam ahead in the last episode, which will set up her full-time appearance starting in season eight. And I got to be honest, uh, Ian and Andrew have given you well over half of this show chances to not mess this up and you're failing. And I want season eight to be the last. I don't want to have to keep doing this. Um, Alrighty. So additional synopsis. Let me pull that up for you. I do that for you guys most weeks. Uh, If my mouse will please cooperate. My mouse is a little angry right now because of the power outage. It's having a problem here. I don't understand why I can't highlight things. This is bothering me. I, I'm i really sorry for the technical throw-up. I, I don't know what's going on. And I apologize for kind of picking it up on the air. Uh, I'm going to try to pull this link up for you, but it it may take me a minute to piece it together because I cannot get the highlighting to pick up the appropriate part of the link. Fear, Walking Dead Season 7, blah, blah, new photos. Why are you doing this to me? You are so bad. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm really... I'm kind of floundering here a little bit, and I don't have any way to make it better except to just try to keep going. I'm sorry I was startled because my printer is making an odd noise, which is very likely doing it because we lost power and it's resetting or something. I really hope I don't have like a poltergeist in my room, and I don't understand why I cannot highlight things. All right, I'm going to close that file and open it back up and see if that makes it less stupid. I I very deeply, deeply appreciate your patience while I have nonsense going on here. All right. Why can't I select this? You are being such a butt. (sighs) 
You know what? I'm going to keep reading things for a little while. And if I get to the synopsis later than I do, I apologize. We've only got six minutes, so I want to keep this moving. Um, Tonight's episode was written by Alex Delisle and David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, and it's directed by Ed Ornelas. I don't know how to say his name exactly. It's O-R-N-E-L-A-S. Ornelas? I don't know. I assume it's maybe Hispanic in some fashion, but I don't have a very good Hispanic accent. Sorry, I took French and sign language in Hawaiian and a little Japanese, so I'm going to butcher it. I apologize. Uh, Let's see if we can start Alex's bio. we got five minutes. We might finish it. Alex Delisle, uh, by the way, pronouns are she and her, um, just because Alex is kind of a unisex name, so I wanted to be clear on that. Uh, She's a writer and director, originally from New York City, known for Fear, Cop Car, and Puppy Dreams. She had a daughter in the summer of 21 with partner Laura Gillespie. Extremely overdue life update. This is from her social media somewhere, possibly Instagram. Grace Delisle Gillespie was born on June 12, 2021. She's a true bundle of joy, and Laura and I have enjoyed the first four and a half months of her life immensely. Of course, this was last summer, so I'm sure she's running around and doing all the little toddler things now. Um, The Delisle and Gillespie family is currently based in L.A., Alex received a B.A. in film and TV production and journalism from NYU in 2006. She is currently a TV writer at Writers Guild of America West. She was a staff writer for Season 4 of Fear for 16 episodes, story editor for Season 5 of Fear for 16 episodes, and executive story editor since Season 6. It's only been for 16 episodes. It's not every single one since then. I don't know. I could sit and figure out exactly which ones, but I don't think it's that critical. Um, She's been a producer for all of season seven of Fear, obviously 14 episodes so far. Tonight is her ninth time writing a Walking Dead episode. The others she has done are Fear season four, episode four, Buried, season four, episode 11, The Code. All of these, I believe, are Fear. I don't think she's written for Walking Dead Classic that I remember. Um, season five, episode two, the hurt that will happen. Season five, episode 11, you're still here. Season six, episode six, bury her next to Jasper's leg. Season six, episode 14, mother. Season seven, episode six, reclamation. And season seven, episode 11, Ophelia, which she co-wrote with David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, who co-wrote tonight's episode as well. She has been on three episodes of The Talking Dead, after Buried the Code and Bury Her Next to Jasper's Leg. The last time she was on was 2020. All right. It is 8.58, so I'm going to wait on David's bio, and we've seen him before. Joan has some couple of comments. Um, Joan says, I'm actually looking forward to the penultimate episode since it means we're almost done. <laughs> yes. And she says, I'll go one further and say I'd like season seven to be the last. Well, they've already started filming season eight and committed to it. She's also looking forward to Madison's return, and we are both terrified that Ian and Andrew are going to poop it up and suck her into the morass that has become this, with some characters who had been redeemed in some way getting unredeemed. Strand, I'm looking at you, for example. Daniel, your mental health 
storyline is not believable, and if it's a put-on, it's not a believable put-on either. Um, continuing Jones' comments, uh, saying that, though, I'm also nervous about these showrunners will do to ruin Madison. We're on the same page. All right, I'm getting ready to turn it over. I'm going to go ahead and go dark here, and I'll see you guys at the first commercial break. Thank you for your patience. Okay, guys, it's 9.09, and we are at our first commercial break. Um, Additional commentary from Joan. She says, I know they're filming season eight already, but this whole story arc has been ridiculous since the nuclear fiasco. Completely on board with you there. She also says, I'm not sure there's anything they can do with Madison or without to redeem themselves at this point, and starting with a three. I am starting with a 3.5, because I think that whole last scene could have been so much better, and the the dialogue was stilted and weird. So, anyhow, that's our take on it. Let me go back to my notes and see what we can do. I've done Alex's bio. Let me do David's. David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick uh, was born in October in Mansfield, Ohio. He began writing plays in the second grade and wrote his first screenplay at age 19. Johnson attended Ohio State in Columbus and graduated with a BFA in photography and cinema. Currently, Johnson lives in Burbank, California. He uh, divorced from wife screenwriter Kimberly Lofstrom Johnson back in 2012. Some previous bio information I had had them still together, but apparently that may not be true. Uh, Either way, they do have a son together, Samuel, and I do not know if Samuel is in Burbank or with his mom elsewhere. I have no other data on that. Johnson McGoldrick began his career as a production assistant in Frank Darabont's The Shawshank Redemption, which was filmed on location in Johnson's hometown of Mansfield at the historic Mansfield Reformatory, where Johnson's great-grandfather had been a prison guard. Johnson spent the next five years as Darabont's assistant, using the opportunity to hone his craft as a screenwriter. I'm keeping an eye on when we go back. Tales of the Walking Dead are this summer, and they're having a trailer for that and for Madison's return from AMC+. Okay, better call Saul trailer. Um, He co-wrote the screenplay for the 2018 Aquaman movie, which did so well that as of 2019, he was hired to pen the script for the sequel, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which has date changed and is now due out in 2023. I'm waiting to see if we go back before I go any further. And we are going back, so I'll catch you guys at the next break with the rest. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys, it's 919. We are at break number two. And I am actually willing to go to four. Joan is going to 375. I think we both approve of the last little skirmish with Wes and good that Strand shot him because he is a man of wavering loyalties, whining about someone else's wavering loyalties. Pretty funny, Wes. That's Ian and Andrew messing up another character that we learned to like. Uh, Okay. Joan has also added, if Leisha is so damned convinced she's still infected, I am too, actually. Why doesn't she infect Strand? Doesn't take much. 
Honestly, you got to stop and think about what that ethically means for somebody who actually has decent ethics. It's kind of a can't put the genie back in the bottle sort of thing. And he certainly deserves it. Don't make any mistake. He has fucked up way too much. They've really destroyed that character. But it's it's kind of like the first time you have to kill someone. Not that I know this, but I've studied commentary from people who have, let's just say. And that's kind of a bridge too far for some people. I don't know. Let me go back to David's bio if I have time for a minute to keep going. Um, I was telling you about Aquaman. Aquaman and Lost Kingdom now has a title, and it's now due out in 2023 instead of this year. He wrote the skip for 20, script for 2016 sequel, The Conjuring 2, and was brought back to work on Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, which was supposed to come out last year, and I believe that it did. David has been involved with Walking Dead since back in 2011. He started as a writer for season two, episode five, Chupacabra, and has writer's credits for 14 episodes of Walking Dead Classic before tonight, the last previous one being season 10 finale, episode 22, Here's Negan. He wrote that, which was a pretty cool piece of work. All right, I'm just trying to figure out what the heck we're watching right now. There's a lot of people on airplanes, but I don't really quite get it. All right, let me keep going while I can. Um, he also has story by and teleplay by credits for 2017's season eight, episode five, the big scary you he's been a consulting producer contiguously since season eight back in 2017. He's written 14 episodes of the walking dead classic. And here they are Chupacabra season two, trigger finger season two, swear season seven, hostiles and calamity season seven. Some Guy, Season 8, The Big Scary You, Season 8, How It's Gotta Be, Season 8, Worth, Season 8, The Bridge, Season 9, Evolution, Season 9, Choke Point, Season 9, Squeeze, Season 9, Here's Negan, Season 10, and Rogue Element, Season 11, Episode 11. We are still in commercials, but probably for not much longer. He's also written six episodes of Fear before tonight. Tonight is his seventh. Channel 4, Season 5, Episode 9, Today and Tomorrow, Season 5, 14. The Key, Season 6, Episode 4, Season 6, Episode 10, Handle with Care. Season 7, Episode 4, Breathe with Me. And Season 7, Episode 11, Ophelia. IMDb at this time strangely does not show his fear credits at all. It's like they probably went in to edit stuff because of Aquaman and deleted a whole section. So if anybody's listening who matters, you know, a few months from now... (laughs) Please go back and fix the poor guy's IMDb, would you? Because he certainly earned it. Um, he was on Talking Dead after Here's Negan in 2021, and he also had a bit part as a radio newscaster in that same episode, Here's Negan, 20, Season 9, Episode 28, in 2021. And that was his first IMDb acting credit. We are back now. I'll see you guys at break number three. Okay, guys, we are at break number three. Joan is at four. I'm going to go to 4.5, which is still kind of low, but we're climbing up there only just because there are little pieces of these scenes that we're willing to give a chance. Um, Joan has some commentary. 
This is ridiculous. Quote, I'm the same man I've always been. So you were always willing to throw people to their death if they didn't agree with you, Victor. Honestly, do you not remember what he was like? Like one of the only mitigating reasons that he stayed stable was to get Nick to get him to his boyfriend in Mexico. And then when he lost that, he kind of went off the deep end. Um, He shot Daniel in the face at the dam. You know, he's not, this isn't new for him. It's just kind of stupid the way it's coming up after it sort of went away. Um, Joan also says these guys should go back to dealing with fairy tales when they worked on Once Upon a Time or maybe Soap Opera, meaning the showrunners. You know, I I agree with you. Um, Yeah, because this is getting pretty maudlin here. Um, Let's talk about Ed. Ed Ornelas, who is the director tonight. Uh, His bio is first-timer. Graduated from Stanford with a BA in English and University of Texas at Austin with an MFA in film production. He's currently based in Glendale, California. He began at CBS Studios in 2015 and has also freelanced at NBC Universal in LA, 20th Century Fox in Atlanta, Columbia Pictures in NYC, and Touchstone Television under ABC in Burbank. He has three cinematography credits back to 1994, four editorial credits from 98 and producer credits from 2001. He has 17 editor credits, separate from editorial, from 98 to 2001, including extensive work on Grey's Anatomy. He has 36 director's credits since 2001, including TV episodes of Grey's Anatomy, The Mentalist, Rizzoli and Isles, American Gothic, the Blacklist, NCIS, and NCIS New Orleans, Roswell, New Mexico, Lock and Key, and many more. Directing tonight's episode is his first work ever in the Walking Dead franchise. All righty. Next we have trivia. I don't know how much I'll get through before we go back. Um, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. Okay, whatever. And uh, We have an Indeed commercial, so let's keep going. Trivia about tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is the 99th episode of Fear Ever. No co-stars listed, no also starring listed. Uncredited, Dennis Kiefer as Lead Ranger slash Tower Resident 3. Trivia, Dennis Kiefer is an American actor and stuntman who portrays a Lead Ranger and who also portrayed a Militia Man in Season 3, Episode 22, Eye of the Beholder of Fear. And also uncredited, Mercedes Mason as Ophelia Salazar in archival footage. And we're still in commercials, so let's keep going. Trivia from tonight. Last appearance of Ophelia, last appearance of the location El Bazaar in a flashback. El Bazaar, which translates to the bazaar. The flashback may have not happened yet, because I don't remember that. Um, is a large complex trading post set in an abandoned bullfighting area, arena, pardon, in Mexicali, Baja, California, in Fear Season 3. The trading post was founded and controlled by a motorcycle gang called the Proctors. And by the way, Proctor John is one of our unaccounted for characters. Uh, Are we back? No, but soon. This episode marks Karen David's 25th appearance on Fear. In this episode, Dennis, the lead ranger, remains uncredited and not listed under co-stars, despite having speaking lines. This episode marks the return of Peter Jacobson, actor, who plays Rabbi Jacob Kessner in the series. Peter Jacobson was absent since the episode The Beginning. Haven't seen him yet. And we are back. I'll see you guys at break number five.
Okay, guys, we're at break number five. Joan is staying at four because she's salty that Wes is not dead yet. I kind of am, too. I'm really sick of characters being like this and not having a consequence. It's dragging out too much. I don't think Wes is redeemable either. And after Victor, I'm not buying it. But, you know, these are different things. You can't have the exact same outcome with two different characters. It does not work. All right. I... I was at 4.5, and, you know, I'm going to stay there because I'm aggravated. I noticed that Victor told Daniel he implied pretty heavily that Alicia was the closest thing he had to a daughter. When Alicia confronted him, if he actually said that about her, he kind of didn't answer the damn question. I'm very unhappy about that because I don't think that that was honest. Um Joan has also said, I agree that Victor was always vicious, but he was also smarter and showed more charisma than this cartoon villain he's been turned into. I agree. All righty. So let's go back to notes and go back to trivia and see what I can get. All righty. Trivia. I finished last episode's trivia of episode 13. It's the 98th episode of Fear Ever. Co-star was Candace Michelle Barley as Maya Vasquez. Um obviously the late senator's wife, also starring Nobody Listed, uncredited, there's quite a few, Avaya Janiel as Morgan, baby Morgan, Jared Gibson as Elias Vasquez, Walker Senator, Megan Boehm, B-O-E-H-M, sorry I'm butchering this, I don't mean to, as ex-cultist, survivor number 66, Rachel Prito, P-R-I-E-T-O, as ex-cultist, survivor 63, Raquel Lanise as ex-cultist Survivor 55. Raquel, by the way, portrayed two other cultists, uh, Survivor number 9 and Season 6, Episode 11, The Holding, and Survivor number 68. Raquel also portrayed a work camp laborer in Welcome to the Club, Season 6, Episode 2, and an office building Survivor in Alaska, Season 6, Episode 3, and Honey, Season 6, Episode 5. Ron Bonji, B-O-N-G, G.E. as ex-cultist Survivor 61. Ron portrayed a second character, a Valleytown resident in Season 6. And we're not yet back, so let's keep going. Trivia. First appearance of Maya Vasquez. Last appearance of Elias Vasquez. Last appearance of the Franklin Hotel location. Last appearance of USS Pennsylvania location. As of this episode, Keith Carradine, John Dory Sr. has been removed from opening credits. Very sad about that. We really liked him. Title of the episode, The Raft refers to USS Pennsylvania's emergency life raft that Sherry had prepared for Dwight and their argument over it, as well as Morgan's departure on it by the end of the episode. This episode takes place shortly after the events of Sunny Boy. Alicia is shown to wear the medallion that she's been given by Strand in Welcome to the Club and that she had later given to Will. It was last seen on his corpse in Padre. This episode marks the first time a walker is seen killing another walker, albeit unintentionally (laughs) one of the dead stumbles and falls and another walks over it crushing the head in the process this was also partially seen in the episode first time again when walkers slammed into the metal sheets blocking the road and got trampled by the rest of the herd although no walkers were confirmed to have been killed there all right we capital one commercial but it's ending we're still in another commercial let's keep going episode highlights which is essentially a summary although it's long Dwight and Sherry are shown to still operate separately as the dark horses in a limited capacity, responding by themselves to a distress call from a survivor looking for her missing son. 
Having been chased by Strand's walker moat, Morgan draws, works to draw it away from the tower in order to make the tower vulnerable, leaving Dwight and Sherry to look after Mo. Morgan reunites with Alicia, who has retrieved the bunker's transmitter, but she has no luck in finding anyone to help them. The USS Pennsylvania has, has to be abandoned for good, for good due to a radiation leak. Alicia reveals that she's still sick and having more vivid dreams. Alicia is unsure if she will be able to kill Strand when the time comes. Morgan, Alicia, Dwight, and Sherry trap the herd in the Franklin Hotel bunker. Dwight and Sherry escaping through the drainage pipes that Alicia and Will had tried to follow Vasquez through in Padre. By the way, this is going to make Strand's whole plan where he was using the beacon to draw them. It's going to be a lot harder if they're at the Franklin Hotel because they don't have maps. (laughs) Alicia's sharpened barrel shroud is revealed to have been abandoned by her in the bunker. It's recovered by Sherry, and Alicia has her keep it rather than taking it back. Morgan and Alicia discover the crater nearly empty, someone having lowered a ramp into it to release all the radioactive walkers. And we are back. I'll see you guys at break number six, I believe. Okay, Jones at 4.5. I'm at 4.75 at break number six, 9.53. And Joan has mentioned that she didn't get a chance to tell us last week. The other show, 61st Street, has an actor that does look quite a bit like Wes, but it is a different guy. I don't know if she caught the actor's name. And he has a similar hairstyle, and you see him so quickly, and I just keep thinking it. But she did figure out it's two different people. I actually thought it might have been mildly interesting to have him in two shows back-to-back, but probably contractually it's too hard. All right, let me try to finish my notes so we can at least get through trivia and other stuff that we need to know. Um, Episode highlights, let me see. Uh, Okay, here's where we left off. Sherry is revealed to be pregnant. If this is a spoiler to you, then you need to get caught up because I told you we always do this. It has been fueling her fears about Dwight reverting to his old ways. Morgan leaves with baby Mo on the sub's emergency life raft to find a better place for the baby. Um, I have heard some rumors, and some of them are from Walking Dead sanctioned fan sources, that this may be the plot catalyst for reuniting some more elements of the show because where's Morgan going to go? He's got to get away from the radiation And we know out of character that they have changed the filming location to Savannah, Georgia. Now, that could masquerade for a lot of places, but you know where it's not going to masquerade for? Texas. Looks nothing like it. All right. Alicia leads her forces to attack the tower. The crater is revealed to be five miles west of Manny's salvage yard, which could be interesting. Dwight references his time working for Negan and the Saviors. The events of Padre and Ophelia episodes are also mentioned. Death. Last week's episode, Elias Vasquez, one unnamed Texas survivor, ten unnamed tower residents, and one horse and a partridge in a pear tree. Errors last week, despite losing half of his left arm in the episode Padre, both of Vasquez's arms are completely intact when Alicia encounters him and finally puts him down. Cast birthdays, let's please do. Only two, Matthew Matt Lentz plays older Henry, May 23rd, and he's from Fargo, Georgia. And Melissa Suzanne McBride, who plays Carol May 23rd, also Lexington, Kentucky. And happy birthday. Thank you guys for being here on the Walking Dead franchise. Whoops, why did that not give you proper advice? Okay. 
All right, there was no featured music last week on account of our characters not getting into. Talking Dead's on hiatus until the end of the season on June 5th. I have discussion links, but we don't have time. The season seven of Fear, the rest of it is two episodes, 100-15, Amina, written by Andrew Chambliss and Ian Goldberg and director Satro, that's May 29th, and 101-16, Gone, also directed by Andrew and Ian, and the director is Sharat Raju, and that's June 5th. All right, are we Audi commercial, let's see if we're going to be back. Not quite yet, but soon. Other upcoming shows on NDB Media include Monday Night in America with Roger Noriega tomorrow night. Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Roger Noriega brings you his unique take on politics, current events, entertainment, sci-fi, and history, currently hosted on StreamYard. Uh, the NDB Media page on Facebook has links. Phantom Access Week in Review, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Join the chatty critics, Jamie, Karen, and AJ as they discuss another night of TV. Recent discussions have included hot takes on Fear of the Walking Dead, The Wilds, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and whatever else sounds good. Um, it's Better Call Saul trailer, and now we're back. I'll get to the rest at the end. Thanks for hanging in there. Okay, I'm going to end on 475. There's some things that were good, but it was Covered in poo. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Joan is ending on 4.5. She has also solved the mystery of the two actors that I keep mixing up. The actor on 61st Street is probably Julian Parker. Wes is played by Colby Hoffman. Um, let me get the rest of my notes out so that you guys have that. The last uh, shows, Rock and Roll Shrink Radio shows this week, Wednesday the 25th, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Please join me and Atlanta psychologist Dr. Stephen Mathis, PsyD, a.k.a. The Rock and Roll Shrink, as we discuss matters of mental health and mental health. Topic is TBA. It will be episode 130. Travel Itch Radio on the 26th, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, sandwiched between St. Lucie County to the north and Palm Beach County to the south. Martin County is one of the hidden treasures of Florida's Atlantic coast. Part of Hobie Sound, parts of Hobie Sound are on the National Register of Historic Places, and history lives on in history lives on Hutchison Island, where some structures are a century old. There's a shipwreck site, an archaeological dig, an Audubon museum, and many points, inlets, and beaches attractive to visitors who prefer peace and quiet to the hustle and bustle of South Florida. Learn more when Martin County spokesman Ian Centroni visits Travelage Radio for an interview with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. Thank you, not only to everybody who's joining us tonight, but those of you who may be listening later via podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or the Blog Talk Radio website. Special thanks to our host, NDB Media. We hope you guys will join us next weekend for another live watch party on the same network. Please watch our Facebook page for next week's showtimes and episode links. I appreciate your patience tonight. See you all next time. And good night. Thank you very much.